It's not much. A huge shout out to everybody, Mike, and everyone who is participating in the service today, and those who are behind the scenes who make this happen in such a powerful way. It is truly an honor to get to participate in a service of this nature today. We don't take it for granted that you entrust us every week, and particularly this week, to hopefully bring God glory in our words, in our thoughts, in our actions, in our prayer, in our voices, and in our playing. And we just want to thank you for that. We do start a series today called Faith for Generations. Made me contemplate what that means, faith for generations, because you see, I think words matter. I think the words that we choose to speak and write, they matter. When we think of faith, we, I think of Hebrews 11. It's the confidence in what we hope for. It's the assurance of what we do not see. Faith, that's what we're about about believing and living beyond what we can see or understand. Even the three-letter word for is important in this. For. For describes a purpose. What's the purpose? Faith. For. Generations. Generations simply mean time separating children and parents. In this room and online alone, we represent multiple generations. And if we think about what our culture says to us, they categorize us. Gen X, Gen Z, boomers, millennials, Gen, what's, what's the, Gen, I, see, I shouldn't even start this conversation. Um, There are too many for me to keep up. And so we separate and we think of ourselves in categories. And there is value in that. Yet what supersedes each generation is the foundation of faith. Faith for generations is living faithfully for a purpose beyond ourselves. God is our God at every stage. At every stage, no matter what stage we are in in life, our God is our God. At times, we stage ourselves, we separate ourselves, and there is value into that, into parent groups and groups based on our age. And there is such value to intergenerational, to seeing faith for generations. Our story as Christians is built on faith for generations. There are times I think about those early disciples. I think about the early church, and it blows my mind, their faith. Faith for generations. There is the faith that was is in, within this congregation that began in 1865. Some of you all are connected to that rich faith for generations. Decisions made, conversations had that crossed generations and still does today. And then there is the faith for generations within our own stories of those folks who have passed on to us a faith that is 
for generations. And for each of us, we too are called for a faith for generations that the generations to come will have a faith just as we have shared. Our focus today is dignity for all our days. And when we think of faith for generations, we are thinking about also of discipleship, this concept of following Jesus Christ and living each and every day, sharing Christ, serving others, and growing in faith. And one of the ways we do that is through Scripture. We have our Bible reading plan that today, tomorrow, starts our Bible reading plan for Faith for Generations. Pick it up um, outside at the Information Center or go to concordunana.org Bible. It's part of Faith for Generations. And as we consider Faith for Generations today, there are a couple of scriptures we're going to talk about. And the first one comes from Exodus 20, 12. It may be familiar. Honor your father and your mother so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. Comes from the Ten Commandments. And as I looked at this this past week, the Ten Commandments, multiple of the commandments say, you shall not do this, you shall do this. Two of them don't use that language. One of them is remember the Sabbath. The other is honor your father and your mother. And let's be honest that when we think of that commandment, we oftentimes use that as a way to interact with our kids. Remember, you're to honor your father and your mother. See, some of you all have done it. We think of this as a reminder to young kids to honor. Yet, it isn't just for kids. It's for each and every one of us to honor. Honoring those who go before us is faithful. The elderly deserve dignity and respect. Sarah Pass, who is executive director of CADES, has written the devotional for tomorrow morning. And if you're not connected to our devotionals, highly recommend that you connect to that. You can find how to do that at concordunited.org Bible. I read her devotional. I happened to see the devotionals as they come through before they are posted. And I read Sarah's the other day. And she explains this incredible thing about honoring. She talks about how we speak in our culture about the elderly, about the aging process. She talks about how we have a fear of getting older. Some of us in this room are like, there's no fear of what's going to happen. It's what's happening. But we have a fear of it. Have you ever been the person or known the person who won't tell their age? Like there's some shame in getting older. And we hear the commandment, honor. The language we use, Sarah talks about with aging, senile, geezer, slow. They're negative stereotypes that lead us to ageism. 
and there's a struggle to find dignity and respect. We get frustrated behind the slow driver and assume it's got to be someone who's aging or the person that takes a long time in the grocery line because it takes them a little bit longer. We get impatient and we forget to honor, to honor, to show respect and dignity. Honor your father and your mother. Honor those who go before us. In Psalm 71, I will read one verse. The whole psalm, I highly recommend that you read this psalm. It's powerful. But it is actually, the psalmist is aging, and this is what they say in verse 9. Do not cast me away when I am old. Do not forsake me when my strength is gone. The entire psalm is a prayer asking God for help. Rescue me, save me deliver me. It declares God's role despite our ages. It confesses that God is the hope since youth. And prayer for continuing to help in the waning years. How do we use prayer across the ages and stages of life? How do we pray for those who are aging, who are experiencing the challenges that come with aging, for those with dementia and other conditions, how do we pray? And for those who are experiencing aging, how are we praying? We are called to honor. We are called to pray. Proverbs 1 says this, It's actually the first chapter in the book of Proverbs. And it says this, The fear of the Lord is a beginning of knowledge, but tools despise wisdom and instruction. Listen, my son, to your father's instruction, and do not forsake your mother's teaching. They are a garland to grace your head and a chain to adorn your neck. Wisdom. Sometimes it's, We say that the younger folks don't have it, even though I have to admit, I thought I was pretty smart when I was younger, and the older I get, the less smart I get, the less wise I get, or so it feels. But there is power, as the proverb describes, in listening to wisdom and in sharing. Listening and sharing wisdom is faithful. The pastor who had been at the church I served previously for a really long time, he was an incredible man. He was quiet, but yet when I think of him, I think of wisdom. I got to serve with him for 10 months when he came back on an interim status. He had health challenges, and oftentimes I would visit him in the hospital, and I literally felt like I was sitting at the feet of wisdom. He would tell me, Brooke, God, Jesus is the focus. That you are going to make uncomfortable decisions and not everybody's going to like or agree with everything, but you are to follow Jesus. And this is how it worked for me. And I soaked it in. Whose feet do you sit at? Whose wisdom are you receiving? 
Who are you sharing your wisdom with? And the last part of this is our connection to Jesus. That as we have faith for generations, as we honor, as we pray, as we listen and share our wisdom, is that following the greatest commandment affirmed by Jesus is faithful. When asked what the greatest commandment, Jesus said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and to love others. As we think of dignity for ages across the stages, we think of the words of the greatest commandment, which is found in the Old Testament. Love God Love others. How are you loving God? How are you loving others? How are you loving others who are part of the generations that have gone before you? How are we loving through such opportunities as Kate's? My maternal grandfather died right before I turned 30. 30? That is so not accurate. Three. Three. <laughs> it's not even close to 30. And my, my paternal grandfather died when I was 41. There were 38 years between the loss of my first grandparent and my last. And my paternal grandfather was the most unassuming man, man of few words. And gosh, I think about his faith. I don't ever remember him reading scripture to me. I, I don't. I do remember seeing him every Sunday in church. I do remember the gifts, he, his incredible generosity to the church. And I do remember how he cared for my grandmother as she walked through dementia. I remember that. I remember I hope I honored him, and I hope I continue to honor him and his faith for generations. What about you? Who are the people in your lives? Who are the groups in our lives that we can honor, that we can pray for, that we can listen, and who we can love? That is our responsibility to carry on the faith that has been given to us as we live out faith for generations. Let us pray. O oh Lord, our rock and our redeemer, we give thanks to you that you give us each other, that that is part of how you have created us to honor, to pray, to listen, and to love. May we be faithful for generations into your hands. May your will, let our will be done. Amen. Thank you for listening to this sermon from Concord United Methodist Church. This podcast is a ministry of Concord United, and we would love to hear from you. To contact us, please send an email to podcasts at concordunited.org with sermons in the subject line. For more information about Concord United, 
including worship times, service opportunities, mission efforts, and classes, please visit our website at concordunited.org. We also invite you to download and enjoy our daily devotional podcasts presented by the pastors and members of Concord United. Finally, we would appreciate it if you would leave a rating and a review of this podcast so that others can discover it and benefit from it.